you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. On this week's show, we're discussing New Year, New Me. Yeah, I know, this episode's going out in February, I'm aware of that, and for anyone who's catching up on catch-up or whatever, you obviously listen to this at any other time, it doesn't necessarily mean to have been listened to in February. My point is, is that... February is around the time, I, I, I read somewhere years ago, I think Stephen Fry used to refer to February as being the Tuesday of the year, and Tuesday being the worst day of the week, etc, etc. And February is one of those months where people tend to fail at their own self-made New Year's resolutions. So for instance, I've mentioned before, I do a lot of part running, or did a lot of part running, I should correct myself, and I would notice every year in January, the numbers of people turning up to do part run were growing significantly. But come February, they would tail off back to the standard 350 people that turned up every week. So for the first few weeks in January, you see a lot of new people who are trying to do something good and positive about their lives, but come February, they're finding it hard to keep going and keep motivated. So, my question today to you is, if you are listening to these in time... How is your New Year's resolution going? Do you even make New Year's resolutions? I tend not to make them anymore because I make the same one every single year. It's a very simple resolution that I have each year is that I just want to weigh less at the end of the year than I weighed at the start of the year. That's all I want. And I'm not setting myself any ridiculous targets like I've got to be 30 kilos lighter or I've got to be 10 kilos lighter. Just I need to weigh less at the end of the year than I did at the start, which shows that my weight loss is going in the right direction. The problem is, it ends up being a bit of ballast around the neck. You kind of, when you're sitting there of an evening and you've had a hard day at work and you just want to treat yourself to some nice little snack or crisps or biscuits or whatever the hell you want, it starts to wander across your mind and you start thinking, oh, well, you know, I was doing so well with my weight loss, but this is a blip and nah, I'll be fine. But then suddenly the blip doesn't help and it continues and all of a sudden you lose motivation really really quickly and the problem with weight loss as I've mentioned in my um, well there's an episode a long time ago now it feels about weight loss and my weight issues the problem with weight is it's easy to gain very hard to lose and I don't care anyone who's out there who's never had weight issues you can shut up because you don't know what you're talking about I've had people speak to me of all kind of nonsense about it's just a mindset thing, it's a willpower thing. It's not. It's not a willpower thing at all. Because here's the thing. I used to argue with someone who was trying to give up smoking. And she said to me, it should be easy to lose weight because of this, that and the other, whereas smoking is really difficult. And I said, no, it's not. Because you started life without smoking. And then you turned to smoking. And now you're trying to stop smoking again. So all you're going to do is your body's going to remember what it was like before cigarettes. But you're not forced three times a day at least, to put a cigarette in your mouth. Whereas when you're trying to lose weight, you're forced with a situation where you have to make choices that are going to be healthy that you might not want to eat. That's me getting stuck on weight again. I'm not going to do that. But my point is, is that at the start of each year, 
I normally get on the scales and see how much I weigh, just so that I've got a record of it so I know where I was. But I didn't do it this year, and I was wondering why. And I think the reason why is because I kind of know already what the problem is. I know where I am, and I know that if I now start another year thinking this is the year I'm going to lose weight, I'm not going to get there because I'm setting myself up to fail. And that's the problem, and that's what I want to talk about really, is that why do we do this every year, that we set ourselves resolutions, that we know we've got the strength of character to actually continue and to see through and to take and to win, but then come February, we stop turning up to park run, and we stop going to the gym, and we stop doing all this other stuff. And until such time as you can make it a kind of a routine in your life, especially with things like the gym, it's got to become part of your routine. Pre-lockdown, and not to bang on and on about lockdown, pre-lockdown, I used to be quite active. I used to play badminton on a Monday. I used to go running with friends on a Wednesday. Then I used to go running on a Saturday, and sometimes I'd go cycling on a Sunday. So I was doing four things at least that were very sort of high, especially the badminton. That's an incredibly um, intensive sport when it comes to things like, you know, burning calories and stuff. It's a really intensive sport. Uh, And then suddenly stopped all that. Uh, And I think we stopped before lockdown, but then lockdown happened, and we just haven't been back. And when I go back, I'm going back with my son and my wife and we just have a bit of a knockabout. We don't do it competitively is the wrong word. But when I used to go with my uh, three other friends, it used to be more competition. We, we were trying to win the game, so we were working hard and playing hard. But the problem is, it's like, why do you feel, why does any of us feel that we need to wait until New Year's Day to begin to make a change to our lives? You know, it's not like we're actually trying to do this thing. It's not like we need that kickstart from the first of the year to get going. A lot of people will look at the 1st of January as being sort of the Monday of the year, as in the start of the year, let's get going now, let's start today. But of course the problem is, you're coming into it on the back of having had that really quite decadent week at least, of of sort of the festive period where you've been overeating the wrong stuff, certainly, because it's all available, and it just makes it more difficult. So you have all these habits and you have all these little routines of things where that needs a cigarette, that needs a pasty, that needs whatever it is you know there's always something that fits in which kind of like in my case when I'm sat down watching TV of an evening is a relaxing time break from work and whatever I find that I can't sit in the living room in the house without thinking oh I'll just have a bite to eat yet conversely when I'm sitting here in the office on the computer I can sit here for hours and not need anything to eat so I'm deciding this year to help with my sort of weight issues and my uh, new year's resolution for this year I'm going to actually commit to playing more computer games, which sounds bad, because I'm still sedentary, I'm not doing very much, not being very active. I am, however, still going to be continuing my Monday, Wednesdays and Friday morning walks, but I'm going to, in the evenings, not be sitting there just watching television and wanting something to eat. I'm going to be sitting here playing a computer game, because I can sit here for hours. I've also got myself a 2,000ml drinking vessel, which I'm attempting to drink every day, and that is also going to help curb my my hunger and my my hunger pains and things because it's if I've got this much water inside me there's no way I can possibly be hungry but the problem is I found that for instance like I said when I went to when I went to Slimming World back in 2010 I started in May and that's because we'd we'd had a family holiday in the April and uh, my wife had taken a photograph of me and wearing a t-shirt I thought looked okay on me I saw the photograph afterwards and I was like my god I look massive I've got to do something about it and I just decided that, screw it, I'm not going to wait. It, it's, it was mid-April. I thought, I'm not going to wait until New Year to start. Let's just go. So I turned up one day to Slimming World, and uh, I think it was the 10th of May or something like that. Um, and then I went there for two and a half years, give or take. 
I lost loads of weight. It was brilliant, and you know, and etc. And people said to me that I looked ill because I lost so much weight, and so on and so on. But my point is that you don't need the first of January to be the, the, the kickstart for your resolution. What you do need is you need to get over the hurdle of February, because once you've had that one month of trying hard, and you realise it is hard, it's not easy to set about making a change to your life. It's really tricky, and there's lots of hurdles that you can that will just pop up in front of you and it can be anything because don't forget a lot of this success is being measured by your mental health and that's the big issue for me is that when you're trying to do anything you've got a resolution in place and you're trying to think right I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to be good today I'm going to be strong today but tomorrow you might not be strong because there could be something that happens that just knocks you off the track and that you've got no control over that will happen no matter what so you'll find yourself in a position where Monday you're doing well, Tuesday you're doing well, Wednesday you've had a wobble, Thursday your mind will play on the fact that you had a wobble yesterday and then you'll have another wobble on Thursday and before you know it you've got all the way through to Sunday night and you've not had a really good week at all. But you need to scratch that off the list and start fresh and that's the big problem with it is that you need to be in a position where you can actually start fresh and make sure that things are working again for you. So I was looking at the fact that there's a burden of resolution here you know when, you, when you've got these new year's resolutions you're kind of burdened by it like an albatross around your neck and despite me actually having recorded this uh, as i say this podcast this episode is going out in february 23 that's when it's being released i'm actually recording it on new year's day it is half past two in the afternoon on new year's day in 2023 and i'm recording this now because i want to be able to ask myself in a month's time how am i going and unfortunately, I know I'm not doing well. That's the problem. Not because I'm setting myself up to fail, but because I know it's hard work. It's not easy. And also, I've got previous. I've done this before, where January is a hyper-healthy month, and then February rolls round, and then Valentine's comes, and we go out for a meal and whatever, and there's always something in the way. So cutting to the chase quite quickly because um, I've got a lot of positivity stuff that I need to find. I found a website that had 10 positive steps and they were really helpful to the point where it almost felt as it was it almost felt as it was written for me because I'm reading through what it's got here and it's it's quite insane just how close it is to what I would actually need come February 2023. So if you're listening Leon, pin your ears back. Step number one, be realistic. The surest way to fall short of your goal is to make your goal unattainable. For instance, if you resolve to never eat your favourite food again, you're setting yourself up to fail. Well, that's very true. You need to get a goal that's attainable and reachable, and also you need to say to yourself, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to be able to bench 250 pounds of weight or whatever, that might not even be a thing, but if you want to be able to lift that kind of weight, if you want to be able to run that distance in that time, you need to set yourself up shorter targets that you can achieve before you achieve the big target, because you are not going to put your running shoes on now, go outside and be able to run that speed for that consistent distance. It's not going to happen. Step number two, plan ahead. Don't make your New Year's resolution on New Year's Eve, because if you wait until the last minute, it'll be based on your mindset that day. Well, that doesn't really apply to me, but it, it can be helpful, especially as we're talking that, you know, this is in February now. Number three, probably very key, is to outline your plan. You need to decide how you're going to deal with the temptation to skip the exercise class or to have that piece of cake. That has got to be factored in because you will have that moment where you come home from work or you finish work or whatever it is and you just can't be bothered because you've had one of those days and that's got to be in your plan. 
Uh, number four is to make a pros and cons list. It may help you to see the items on paper written down to give you motivation to keep strong. Now, when I was at Slimming World, people used to talk about how they would put a photograph of, of a thin them on the fridge. So they could open the fridge door and they could go, oh, yeah, no, wait, close the fridge door again, because that's the thin me that I'm trying to get to. What I found worked better was to actually have a photograph of fat me on the fridge, look at that and go, that's what I'm going towards if I open this fridge door and take something out. Number five is to talk about it. You know, don't keep your resolution a secret. Tell friends and families that you're there to support you. But you know what it's also going to do now in February is it's going to reinvigorate your mind to that being your target and your goal and your achievement that you're trying to get there. Number six is to reward yourself. It doesn't mean that you can eat an entire box of chocolates if your resolution is to eat a better diet. Well, that makes sense, okay? Number seven is to track your progress. Uh, you need to keep a track of each small success. Short-term goals are easier to keep. This is what I was saying before. Instead of focusing on lo- losing 30 kilos, focus on losing two kilos. That's doable. You could lose a kilo in a week just by having a balanced, healthy diet. Don't beat yourself up is number eight. Because um, if you obsess over the occasional slip, you're not going to achieve your goal. But that's really quite true of anyone who's trying to lose weight because you'll have that bit where you just go, oh no, I've just diet's ruined. Diet's ruined for today, so screw it. I'll just, you know, it's already ruined, so I might as well have more. I might as well eat more. I might as well make it worse. Well, yeah, but don't. Because you know, as well as anybody else, at the end of the day, tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up and you're not going to feel very nice about the fact that you slipped and slipped hard. Number nine, stick to it. Experts say it takes about 21 days for a new activity to become a habit and six months for it to become a part of your personality. Well, here we are in February. We've had an entire month, so now there's only five months longer for it to become a part of the personality. If, however, Leon, you've already failed at this point and you're struggling, start again. Just be persistent and patient. It's not going to happen overnight. And finally, number 10, keep trying. If you totally run out of steam when it comes to keeping your resolution by mid-February, so a couple of weeks from now, don't despair, start again. The year is a long time and it brings me nicely, circuitously back to my point at the start, which is I joined Slimming World in May 2010. You don't need January to be your kickstart just start again if you feel that you've slipped you feel you've dropped it whatever go back to those notes of your pros and your cons go back to mentioning at the start of each month just rinse and repeat and you should be back on track now then how bad do you feel about not keeping your resolution have you kept your resolution did you even make a resolution as i said i did quietly to myself my family are bored of it they know it's the same one each time i'm looking at myself in the mirror and i'm not liking what i see That's a really hard thing to come to terms with because I did like what I saw. I've put weight back on. I'm not in a happy place. And it's really hard when you're unhappy with where you are to try to maintain a happy motivation for what you're doing. It's really tricky. So I'm Leon Deggs and I am hoping to stick to this year's resolution. Thank you for listening.